0: Hi everybody and thank you for listening to the 11 one Project. This is a podcast made by Kristen and Aaron. We are going to be discussing how we are integrating the chakras into our daily lives. We are starting on November 1st, hence 111. You can start whenever you hit play. And we're back. Manifestation part two. If you didn't listen to part one, go and do it right now so that you're ready your mind is clear, and you're ready to start bringing in all the things you want, because then you're ready for today. Today's episode, we're talking about all the really exciting ways that you can start to live intentionally and intentionally bring your dreams into your life and into reality. Let's get started. Kristen, we are back for part two on our discussion about manifestation. Last time we talked really specifically about how to prep yourself and how to get yourself in the correct mindset to really bring forth great manifestations. And now this week, we're going to talk about actually doing it.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Can't wait. From a Reiki standpoint, after you've kind of primed the pump and you're ready to start manifesting, are there any specific things you could do within your chakras to kind of pull forward more manifestations or what would you do maybe on a daily basis to kind of make yourself ready to start bringing these things in?
1: Sure. I think any, you know, with any intention to live with intention and bringing in the intention setting process into, you know, your day to day, and and I can I can speak for myself and and what I recommend to to clients, but it's really the process of that daily check in and that daily grounding. And if you miss a day, that's that's okay. Um, but it's I I would say it's if you're taking the time to ground yourself and to really kind of anchor yourself in the in the present moment that enables you to have the time and space to think about, you know, what, what is it that you actually even want? What do you need? What will you what do you want? Um, what will you accept? What will you not accept? And also, you know, to allow a lot of space to bring magic into the process. And by that, I mean, to just dream really big for yourself don't limit yourself I know one time I was um, kind of doing a meditation and a, a grounding and kind of Reiki um, on myself this was just recently and I was thinking about you know what a what a future could look like for me and I thought oh well you know because I've shared before that I work with horses a lot with Reiki well I could um, you know like, do a horse share and I could do a horse share at the local barn or do something like that. And my guides kind of cut into my own Reiki session. And they were like, why wouldn't you, if you're dreaming big here, why wouldn't you just aim to own your own horse and your own barn and your own land that could accommodate the horse and the barn? And I thought, oh yeah, why, why wouldn't I do that? Okay, that's my new goal, you know? So it's just... Um, it's anchoring and it's, it's, it's grounding yourself. But like I said, it's, it's um, allowing room for, for magic and, and surprises as well. And so what kind,
0: what card do you have for us today, Erin? You won't believe what I just pulled right now. (laughs) No, but it, I'm, again, I'm using the Guiding Light Oracle series by Kelly T. Smith. um, And it is, Number 48, reach for the stars. That's right. You have barely scratched the surface. You have unlimited potential and you are getting ready to experience this firsthand. Your limitations are not real. They seem real, but they are an illusion. Actually, you have unlimited potential. I could not have picked a better card if I tried. It's true. Amazing stuff. I love it. See? right there.
1: That is a ping. Okay. <laughs> that is what we, that
0: is what we call a ping. And so you, you're welcome to come ride my horse one day. <laughs> I will. Good. I will. I'll, I'll ride your horse at my spiritual re- retreat center. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Let's be neighbors. <laughs> so how do we start? Okay. We're, we're talking about these big dreams. How do we start? We've already talked last week about cleaning out your shadows, really doing some work to address whatever it is that's blocking you. And so then what, what do you do? My first recommendation would be like, you were just talking, sit back and kind of dream big as the card just told us, reach for the stars, Mm
1: -hmm. get out a
0: pen, get out a piece of paper and start writing down a list. Right. So it's,
1: and, and that's why there needs to be that continual check-in, because what did I need and what did I want in the fall looks different for me than it did in December, as I was kind of prepping for, for the new year and setting my intentions for 2022. And as I've shared, the two big things that came out for me were calm and movement. And so it's, it's, it's very interesting. It's a really good tool to get laser focused on, on what you need and what you want so that you don't become distracted by everything else that's coming at you. An opportunity just came up for me this week and I was really interested in taking it, but it would be like a two day a week commitment. It was working, working with kids and, it it hit the movement piece for me, um, but it didn't hit the calm piece. And Mm -hmm. it's like, and then it was an easy no. And then I, I don't feel guilt about it. I don't know what my big two or three will be like three months from now, but It's really helped me to become laser focused and just pull, pull that in. What, what about you? I've just shared that that was kind of my process for today anyway.
0: Well, yeah, well, when I say get out a pen and make a list, it doesn't have to be like just limited to the big, massive, huge dreams, right? If you just start stream of conscious writing down things that pop into your head, things that would bring you joy, things that would bring you calm, things that would bring you movement, those goals that you have in your life right now. You just start writing them down and then you can look, take a second, look at them and say, okay, that falls into the 10-year category, that falls into the five-year category, that falls into the, you know, six-months category. And then you can start to kind of have an active list about things that you would like to be intentionally bringing into your life within those different timeframes. It can feel very overwhelming and impossible to just say, own a horse, you know? And then it's not gonna happen in the next six months and you're like, oh, this crap doesn't work anyways. You know, forget this. Um, So be realistic within your manifestations and time them out. And another way of approaching that concept is to say, what would my authentic ideal self look like in 10 years? Do a meditation on what would I look like in five years? What would I look like in 10 years? What would make me happy in the next six months? Where would I want to be? And then when you come up with those concepts, you can break it down realistically. What would that person do on a daily basis? These are great ways of coming up with action items that support these big, goal, big picture ideas that you have. Have you ever done a meditation like that?
1: Yeah. And that's been really helpful for me. I love the, um, the, the kind of authentic, the authentic code, um, DI through the, to be magnetic and that activity of looking forward. Um, they have a few, they have a couple of different, um, DI's, which are deep imaginings. and there are a couple of them where you're looking forward and you're just observing yourself in five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. And 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 then when you kind of scale it back to like, okay, what do I wanna be focused on today? And for me, calm and movement. Um, I can see it's okay to say no to things that do not fit into those categories. Um, And it's okay to give myself permission to put things on a shelf um, because I know when I see myself and I, I have that vision for myself, you know, in five, 10, 15 plus years, I know that that those pieces will come, but it's just a building block, right? And it's, it's always that you have to be, like if you imagine, go back to the lighthouse or any kind of house structure, you, you also need to be continually walking the parameter and make sure your foundation is strong. If your foundation is not strong, you can't build up um, or out. And so to be expansive and to um Yeah, to be expansive, you need to have a strong foundation. What you need to have a strong foundation is going to
0: change. Yeah, I agree. And as you're working towards these goals, like you're saying, it's it's that maintenance process of maintaining your foundation, maintaining your spiritual uh, foundation, maintaining your clarity. And as you're working towards these goals and pursuing these different opportunities that pop up it's inevitable that some of your old blocks will resurface or some new blocks will come up as you're working towards bigger and bigger goals. And I, it's, I encourage you and it is essential to then stop Mm. and, you know, review that trigger. Why am I feeling this blockage? Why is this back again? Or why is this a new one? What has changed? And deep dive again into that specific issue, because that's just going to remove the path. Of any boulders that have fallen down in front of you, clear it out again and allow you to keep moving forward. That's really essential because what we're really talking about is intentionally living your life. And when you start having these blockages, it's typically because you're falling into something that is pushing you away from what you authentically should be doing. And it's kind of getting you to conform into society or to what other people might expect you to do. Um, And so when you take some time and clear that out again, then you're back to your authentic self. And then you're going to be back to just pulling things towards you, pulling people towards you, pulling opportunities towards you that you're meant to have.
1: Yeah. The more exciting the path, the bigger the boulders. And I, I think what I've found too, even through kind of being more intentional around this and more intentional around understanding this, this energy and my own energy is, um, that you can kind of clear these these smaller tests or, or boulders or you know, shadows, like understanding of yourself and what your own little blockages are. Uh, but it's almost like as you keep going, it can resurface in a different way, and it's that idea of the right information at the right time. Yeah. It wouldn't have been ready to clear a big, huge, you know, boulder or blockage, or whatever the analogy you want to use is. Um, and so it's it's like don't be surprised when some of these issues come back and they're oh, I thought I kind of dealt with this already. And it's like, well, no, now we're going to go, We you were just on the top of the surface. Now we're going to go all the way down to the roots of, of this issue. Um, we, I mentioned kind of magic in the beginning and, well, you know, how do you think you can, even in the kind of mundane day-to-day, invite magic in and use manifestation to do
0: so? Again, I think if you start off, with a short-term list, you know, it could be something as simple as like, I want a free cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, if you need something like that to prove to yourself that this is actually working, you know, it's, it's that white feather analogy that I used before, mm-hmm. um, write down on your list, something very small and basic that you would like to see happen. Um, and then keep an eye out for it. If you start listing out little magic things that happen in your life, you'll be surprised at the things that happen. Um, We live in a mundane world. This is a human world with boring activities and (laughs) essential actions that have to happen in order to live your life. But within those mundane days, you can have a little magic right? Mm -hmm. You could have that person in front of you at the coffee line who pays for your coffee for no reason. And if you start keeping track of those, you will see that even in this mundane world that we live in, there is mundane magic. Mm -hmm. And then you can start to see, okay, this, you know, this is working. And then that might give you maybe one of your, you know, blockages that you don't believe it. If that's one of your blockages, why don't you believe that you're worthy of receiving this and then start noticing just the little basic ways that you are receiving it. Maybe your house is calmer. Maybe your kids are listening to you. Maybe the mailman dropped off, you know, um, the mail on time, <laughs> you know, like whatever the small thing is, everyone thinks that, you know, manifestation doesn't mean that I'm, I'm going to get a brand new car, you know, for free tomorrow. Um, when we're talking about intentional living and living right. happy lives, be realistic in what you want and then be aware when it shows up yeah a lot of times things show up and you don't even realize I worked so hard to have this and now I have it and then you've kind of forgotten oh at one point I really wanted this you know
1: yeah and it's that idea and I think that this is something that has definitely been lost with with covid but the idea of celebration and how we celebrate and how we celebrate the big things and the small things for ourselves and and i was giving a reading recently to someone um and i felt bad because I just feel bad when, you know, when someone will come to me, like, very specific. Like, I have questions about love. I have questions about career. I want to know timelines. I'm very, you know, I I want to know. And then my um, response and and through their their guides was, well, actually what you need is more celebration. They're like, huh, that doesn't really make sense to me. I'm like, well, what your guides are saying is that, You know, instead of being for you, you don't need to join match.com or whatever. I don't know what all of the, you know, various dating apps are. You don't need to put your resume out anywhere. What you need to do is plan a day a month and treat it like it's your birthday. And maybe one birthday you want to have a nice quiet dinner party and another one you want to have a big party and another time you want to go away with a friend to the spa for the weekend. And I said like, I'm sorry, but this is the advice that you're getting and it will all make sense in a year and um, I loved I loved it because I got like a little like update from them of like oh, I'm at the spa. It's my, you know it's my birthday. Um, it's my birthday again, and I love that. And I thought, what can I learn from that? You know, how how can I invite celebration um, when maybe there's no specific cause or or reason, but it's just like celebrating the everyday.
0: Well, I love that idea, and that really goes hand in hand with um, one of the teachings that I've learned. And I, I wish I could remember where I first heard it, but it's the idea of creating your own. Unprecedented events, right? We're surrounded in a world that's just like unprecedented. Everything's unprecedented. Mm. Um, unprecedented events can happen. So why can't they happen to me? And start creating them. A manifestation yeah. is not going to land in your lap. It's like that story about um, the person praying during a flood, oh, please save me, please save me. And a boat comes by and a raft comes by, and they're like, oh no, I'm going to wait, you know. God's going to save me. And then God's like, I sent you a boat. I sent you a raft. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? So when you get these ideas, that is part of the manifestation process. Yeah. The manifestation process is not on a silver platter. Here's your horse. The manifestation process is ideas that are coming into your head out of nowhere, or maybe something is getting unearthed way in the back that you once thought about. And then acting on it, right? Having the courage and the intentionality of taking some of these ideas and moving through them, like the pings that we we're always talking about. It's exactly that, like having the idea come to your head and then moving with it. If it's a yes, you'll feel it. If it's a no, yeah. you'll know it. Right. And then you move on. You know, That's yep. also kind of detaching from this idea. And I think it's very prevalent within women, and very prevalent within America is that it's like, if it doesn't work, it's a failure. I'm a failure. How embarrassing, you know, you do have to remove that idea from your headset too, because if it's a ping and you follow through with it and you didn't like it, that's okay. It's not a failure. It just means you tried something new and it wasn't for you, you know? So um, you got to kind of remove that fear of failure um, from From your mind. And that's really going to bring forward a lot of manifestations because then you're just going to be more willing to put yourself out there and try stuff, you know?
1: Yeah. And I think it's a delicate combo. And that's why I, I, I think that this daily grounding with yourself, whether yeah. through Reiki or another practice is because like, what if you you know, this opportunity, I thought, well, it is challenging. The one that came up for me this week, it is challenging. And like, it could be great in all of these ways. Right. But like, what if the fear of failure, like it's much, it's much easier for you if you're very clear on what you're not afraid of failing at right? Because you, I think where people start to get confused is this idea of like tests. Oh, well, maybe this is presented to me because I'm supposed to be doing it for X, Y, Z. And even though it's not like a hell yes, as my immediate response, like maybe I need to think about this for, you know, day in and day out and, and really mm-hmm. understand it. But it's this like, well, I'm not afraid of failing. I don't have a fear of failure around that because it's not on my my big list right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe in, you know, a few months or years it, it will be. Um, and then I might have a different kind of um, internal debate around whether or not I want to say yes or no to something. But that's why this daily practice is really important because you... You need to be really clear with yourself as you continually evolve what's important to you. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Yeah, you you need to be clear with yourself and you have to know yourself. Yeah. Because it's easy to get confused about ideas that pop into your head. It's easy to get those confused with ideas that society presents to you or that friends present to you or that your partner presents to you. And they could all be very well-intentioned ideas. But when you start pursuing those instead of the ideas that are organically arising within yourself, you could easily go down a little blip of a wrong path, you know? Mm -hmm. And so just like you were now saying, it's like, be very clear, be very grounded and, and really connect with you and who you are and what you want and where you would want to be in five years and where you would want to be in 10 years. And then it's not your job to convince others. And it's also not your job to, um, to try out the ideas as they pop up into other people's heads. Yeah, exactly.
1: And it's, for me, it's a lot around patterns. And I talked about this with like, how I even really came to, start to, I think it was this combination of, I was listening to various podcasts and they were talking about manifestation and, and you had started doing some of the work with to be magnetic. And then it was just this like theme that was, it was popping up of manifestation, but, but really the patterns that, that people have, um, and the patterns that I have and the me, probably even three months ago, six months ago, a year ago, well, I'd be signed up doing this activity two days a week, fitting it in. I don't know how, but that was a little bit of my people pleasing Mm -hmm. that would have said yes to that. Um, Mm -hmm. And lack of boundary setting for myself. Mm -hmm. So you have to understand what your patterns are. You have to hold your boundaries. I think Boundary setting is just as much a part of manifestation, um, the practice as you
0: know keeping yourself grounded is. Because what boundary setting is doing is keeping you focused mm. on your authentic goals, right? Yep. If you have a boundary around your authenticity, then you are going to be such a pure channel of energy. Mm -hmm. you know but when when people start to get in to your boundaries even for the best intentions again uh, it starts to dilute that energy because you're no longer going in your authentic space so a lot of people I think are still probably like okay so I don't know what do I who do I want to be in five years I don't know who do I want to be in 10 years so I think one way that you can figure out where you want to channel that authentic energy towards is through meditation, maybe asking your guides and then also bringing yeah. in some more creativity into your life and seeing where your passions go. Have yeah. you had any luck with either of those?
1: Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, for me, you know, when I'm doing these meditations and I'm, it's like this meditations, Reiki, checking with my guides, it's this kind of they all they all blur together sometimes. And so I, I understand how like enriching my meditations can be in these visualizations because I have put in years of practice and work to understanding what I'm seeing. And it's it's the same way as when you're having a conversation with somebody to hold back and listen and not interrupt. Like I have to do the same thing with my guides. I don't try to make assumptions for what I'm seeing. I really have to sit there and observe. And for this, you know, this activity of the five year, 10 year, 20 year scan ahead. And I'd like to hear maybe like a sample from what your experience was, but mine was not like who do I want to be in five, 20, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 years. It was like, what am I doing? And, and what I mm-hmm. saw was this snapshot of me. Um, and in one of them, I'm like, I can just tell, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm somewhere in Europe. I'm hiking with my kids. They're both older. Um, I've got a few of my friends. You were there. So mm-hmm. you're welcome. Yes, I'll be inviting up. you. Yes. I'll be inviting you on this trip and <laughs> And what did it say to me? It's like, oh, okay, 20 years from now, like I've maintained my health so that I am comfortably not just hiking with my um, family, but I'm I'm leading the hike. Huh, okay, I must've put in some work around that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm enjoying my friendships and my family and my connection. Oh, okay, I have time, the abundance of time mm-hmm. to, to do that. It's not that I was like, Oh, I had any idea what I'm doing for work or career. I just knew like how I felt in my heart. Um, and that for me is good enough guidepost. Um, Mm -hmm. what about you? Do you have any kind of samples from your scan aheads of how that's impacted your manifestation?
0: I've had, I have some from my scan aheads. Um, when, whenever I'm meditating, I could get more of like a feeling of fulfillment and peace and, and like a a scan ahead of, I just did one this morning where, um, just sitting on a bench with like the older version of me 10 Mm -hmm. years from now. Um, and just, I think in the meditation, I was specifically, um, it was a guided meditation. So I was guided for them to give me a word of advice. And that word of advice was enjoy every step.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and I think Mm -hmm. that's I mean that's that's not necessarily like a peek at where I'm gonna go but it's a message of you know enjoying the process which I do think is essential in manifestation but we can talk about that in a second once when I was back in law school I had a very clear vision of me in an office doing like video marketing on like a street level um, Office, like you know, like a window office with like walk-in traffic, and to me that made no sense because that's not exactly the law firm setting <laughs> that right. I was envisioning, you know. But now that I'm going into more uh, of a service-based real estate um, business, I'm like, oh, you know, maybe that that was that snapshot in the future. And that, I mean, I'm talking about like, you know, 15 years ago, that things can start to kind of click and make together yeah. if you take the time to write them down and really pay attention Oh yeah, uh, to little blips that you had in the past. And it's almost like that. It's more than deja vu. You know, it's an extreme recollection of, oh, wow, this is exactly that. This is why I was thinking about that all those years ago. Um, so that's kind of an interesting example that I'm just now realizing that that little blip that I had so many years ago is now coming to fruition now, you know, which is very interesting. Another way I've heard about, you know, connecting with what you want to do is actually go back in time. What did you like to do when you were eight years old? What did Mm. you like to do when you were 10 years old? If you're trying to connect in what um, could bring you joy and what you're trying to manifest, that would bring you a happy life. Um, that's another way of trying to connect in with that, which when I think back to then, I was like a little oddball of a eight-year-old who loved to garden. And I know that's not like the <laughs> biggest hobby for
1: eight-year-olds. Oh, yeah. I wish
0: my eight-year-olds like to garden. Um, But now I love gardening. And so I'm like, that's very true. Like that is something that does bring me a lot of joy. And that still remains true to this day. So if you're looking for things to bring you a little passion, a little excitement, maybe think back to what you really enjoyed spending time on as a little kid. I love that. Yeah. I'm just like, what did, who was I as an eight-year-old? As an eight-year-old,
1: I believed that unicorns were going to show up in my yard any day. And that I'd I'd probably be the only one who believed in them and therefore could see them, that the trees (laughs) could talk to me if I listened hard enough. And I love to read and write at that time. So not much has changed.
0: (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say, you really brought that to life, didn't you? Look at you. Look at me. If and if you're trying to pull in creativity about, um, you know, where my life could go, what kind of exciting things I could bring into my life, you have to start finding ways to actually bring it into your life right now. So, yeah, how could you do that? What could you mix up in your routine? Could you drive a different way to work? You know, could you uh, turn off the TV and just take out a piece of paper and start doodling? Mm-hmm. could you order a book in sci-fi if you're always reading romance or vice versa you know is there anything you could do to just kind of shake up your life could you take a class open a book in like the community education thing or whatever is being taught on zoom for free just scroll and stop and whatever it lands on could you take that class like what are some ways that would just be experiments in just expanding your horizons and I, last year I focused on justice. I, I tried to find new ways to bring enjoyment into my life. And one of the things I wanted to do was take a series of classes and a couple of the classes I thought I would love, like I, I took a master gardening class and I didn't love it. I think it was probably because it was on Zoom. I don't necessarily like to garden on Zoom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't my favorite thing. I also took a writing class. In the writing class, I realized I love reading. I love discussing the readings. I love talking about people, about creative things that they're working on, but I don't necessarily love the actual process of writing it out. And I also then got to sit back and just enjoy the presence of some immensely talented writers, you know, which is a fun thing to do. And it's a, a very creative atmosphere. So where can you find these little atmospheres, these little pockets of creativity? And if you pop yourself into them, what what kind of creations can you come up with on your own?
1: Yeah. And to your point too, I think, and I want to make sure that we talk a little bit about the idea of envy and the idea of expanders and, um, you know, you going through the process of, of joining all of those different classes, no fear of failure, right? Great. You're, or maybe, I don't know, I won't speak for you. Did you have a fear of failure?
0: Gardening on Zoom? I didn't have a fear. I didn't have a fear of failure because I set up specifically with the goal of like, I'm just trying this out. Mm. You know, I went into it with a clear goal of just fun. I even had friends, a friend who was very business minded was like, well, how are you going to make money on that? I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> it's a hobby. I'm gonna have a hobby. You know, like my grandfather had like a side hustle Hobbies. A hobby it's not a side hustle, right? It's not. You know, I'm not. It's 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 none of that. And that's honestly one. Of, I'm a manifesting generator. If anyone's doing human design out there, it's one of my first things to do. Is like I get an idea. How can I monetize this? How can I pop it out? And how can you know? And I can run with it. I can run with an idea. And then I get bored, and I'm like, oh you know, failure when, no, it wasn't failure. I just should have just enjoyed it for what it was, you know? Yeah. Uh, So no, I didn't have a fear of failure because I removed myself from that expectation. I, you have to remove yourself. You have to remove the attachment to the outcome. If Mm. if you are so focused on making a million dollars and that's all you care about is the million dollars in your bank account. You're not going to get there because you're just going to be thinking about, you know, Z and not thinking about A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A, you know, you're, you're just so focused on the outcome and so attached to that final outcome that you're not connecting and you're not putting your energy into the things that will bring you joy as you get there. And that's, that's just not going to work. So no long story short, I did not have a fear of failure because I had no intention to succeed.
1: (laughs) Go ahead. Um, that, that, this is, this is all, you know, I think it's all kind of woven in and tied together and the, did you meet any expanders in any of the classes that you took? And do you want to share a little bit about what, what expanders are?
0: A person or a business or a concept that proved to you that this is possible, right? And instead of looking at somebody saying, oh my God, she's such a good writer oh, I could never be that good of a writer and look at how great her hair is. And she has such cute shoes and, oh, I'm not, I'm not that good. Instead, if you look at that exact same person in that exact same scenario and say, this person is having success with this, that means I can too. That means success exists. But in order to truly appreciate and connect with an expander, the concept of it, you have to have the, the belief that you're worthy and that you don't have those shadows and that you're equal, everything in the world is equally accessible to you as everyone else, or at least um, that the abundance is not limited. You know, it's not a piece of pie that we're all going to try and get a little crumb off of. You do have to have a, an underlying belief of an abundant world.
1: And of self-worth, For you
0: sure. know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think too, like this idea of expanders has, especially in the day and age of social media, and you know, it's really kind of could be a simple rabbit hole to go down where you're just getting these snapshots and making assumptions about, about people's lives. But it's also like this, like, well, how does it make you feel when you right. see somebody doing X, Y, or Z? And mm-hmm. like, you know, is that is that envy, or is that an opportunity for expansion? Expansion, and like, what what is envy anyway? Right, if if it's not this kind of idea of understanding and getting really clear around your own energetic desires and what you want to be calling in mm-hmm. um, and, or, you know, you take that moment and think like, no, something's just about, you know, this um, situation or this, this person is, it's, it's, it's not, it's not feeling expansive to me. And maybe I need to kind of set it on a shelf for a little bit so that I can stay really focused on what it
0: is that, I'm most
1: interested in in calling in. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, envy is another way for your energy to get diluted off of the clear path towards whatever it is you're trying to go to. Because if you're spending all your time thinking about how much you wish you had what someone else had, or how unfair it is, or how, um, you know, look how easy their life is, then you're just not putting that energy towards yourself. None of this flowery ideas puts us all on the same level playing field when everyone has different privileges and everybody has different societal uh, ramifications based off of how they were raised and who they are and just in whatever body they were born into um, and so you can't manifest your way out of that right mm-hmm. but that being said you can if you start to look at everyone's life as their own you can look at your own life and what you want from your life and you're less concerned about what others are having and how that means that you don't have it, then once you're focused on your own life and what you can bring to your own life, um, you're going to bring your own success forward.
1: Yeah. You had shared with me a quote, um, a few weeks ago and it's, I think I'm not going to get it exactly. And it said, don't, don't be upset by the results you don't get for the work you didn't do. And to me that really has stuck out, um, because it's, it's really understanding like, well, what, what results do you want? (laughs) Right. <laughs> and then, right. Um, and then what do you need to do to get there? Um, mm-hmm. A few years ago, I was giving myself a, like a new year's kind of Reiki uh, reading um, that I do kind of every, every new year. And I was feeling really lost. I might've shared this in an earlier episode. I can't remember, um, but I was feeling really lost and like, what do I do? And what do I do? And this voice, like, came into my head the like, clearest day and it's like, well, the problem is that you know exactly what to do, you're just not doing it. And it was like this light bulb and I like signed up for, you know, the yoga certification um, Mm -hmm. courses and to, you know, do that, like trauma informed work with kids. And I just started reshifting all of my priorities and, Mm -hmm. and that comes through a lot in readings as well, like Mm -hmm. where I find myself now saying that, like, you know, you, you know what you need to do, you're just not doing it. And
0: that's why you're feeling this push and pull. And that's that's real, right? That's real life. We mm-hmm. can make these lists. We can have every dream and, and hope for all these wonderful manifestations. and then And then you could have a bad day or you could have a bad week or like someone could die or you could lose your job. I mean, all these really bad things can happen. And even though you know exactly what you need to do, It's not always so easy just to do it. But as we had already talked about in this episode, it's always about just reviewing and going back and Mm -hmm. um, getting back to that foundation and refocusing and then starting over. Don't beat yourself up if you've known what to do this whole time and you just haven't done it because of all the different reasons that you dug out when you were prepping for manifestations. Instead, give yourself grace and just start over right Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um there's this also concept within manifestation of like where you want to be what vibration will you be at when Mm. you're there like that feeling of joy that feeling of Mm. calm that feeling Mm -hmm. of happiness whatever it is that you're striving towards and then actively every morning set that intention of living already at that vibration Mm -hmm. so if you're seeking out calmness then start your day in that calmness figure out how to get yourself into that vibration. And then every day, that vibration, that time that you're living in that zone will expand. And next thing you know, you're living that calm life that you've always wanted. Yeah. Have you been working on specifically anything right now, Kristen? Um, I've been working on uh, having a peaceful home. I've been Mm -hmm. having a goal of like adventurous travel. And, um, you know, I had the weirdest uh, one during a manifestation now, which is with my business goals. And I was talking to you about it and you may be my expander. Ooh, okay. Tell more. Excel. I need to, manifest. <laughs> <laughs> I need to manifest an expertise in Excel. See, manifestation is not always exciting. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's true. But now it's been like pop pinging, pinging, pinging all these different people sending me Excel spreadsheets. And I'm like, you need to do this. So those are things that I'm working on. I'm going to say that those fall into like a two year, one year, two year goal. What about you? Got anything brewing? You know,
1: it's just this, it's this calm and it's this movement and it's, it's actually been really challenging for me because I, like to go 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 as soon as I have an idea, just like you were talking about. I like to put it in motion. I've got you know all these different kind of projects going on at, at the same time, and it's um, it's it's been hard. And I guess the the process is really prioritizing and making sure that my foundation is is set up, um, and I'm continuing to learn a lot of, around boundaries, um, boundaries that I set for myself. And, you know, um, boundary setting is an interesting activity. And it's interesting to see how those in your life, both work, friends, family kind of respond to boundaries that you set. But the clearer that you are for yourself, um, for me, the calmer I will feel. And I have really been allowing um, time with my family to just feel calmer so if we get invited to you know x y or z that sounds really fun it's like well if what i really need is a a calm weekend that can look like just ice skating on the pond or doing something you know just organically seeing where the kids energy is and where they want to go or maybe i want to take a nap um, It's just been, yeah, calm and movement. And with movement, I've been, you know, back in the gym and then also making sure that
0: I work that into um, the family time as well. Sounds like you're creating a real clear vision and you're moving towards it. Great job.
1: talked a lot about joy in our um, in our in our episodes and I think we should dive a little bit deeper into that when we connect again is there anything specifically around joy that you're excited to talk
0: about I can't wait to spend a week thinking about how to bring joy into my life and into my family and just to do things that make me happy I mean sign me up Let's just do this week for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with the shadow stuff. I'm just going to do joy. Okay. That's my vibe. I, I love it. All that right. In well. Excel. <laughs> <laughs> we should share in the show notes, my Excel samples. Isn't uh, they're it's, pretty good. <laughs> it's an expander for sure. Okay. <laughs> I'll right. talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.